Hello everybody and welcome back to Spudcast episode 27. In today's episode I'm going to be talking about uh, my Premier League team of the season so far. So without that I'm going to jump straight into it. So the Premier League team of the season so far. This one has been weird because I feel like we've had a really weird season. I feel like there's been loads of pauses in it and then there's been loads of you know breaks. Obviously we know with the World Cup and the other cup competitions. So yeah. So starting off with in this, obviously starting off with goalkeeper, I think it has to be Nick Pope. Now the keeper who came from Burnley to Newcastle, which and he's done unbelievable there, you know, he's been I mean he's kept the most clean sheets in the Premier League, which is unbelievable, and obviously we've seen how good Newcastle are at the moment, they're flying high under Eddie Howe and how well they're playing. But I mean, his overall, you know, his overall contribution as well to the game. I mean, he's been unbelievable. I mean, I watched him in that game against City back in, I think it was October maybe, and he was unbelievable. I mean, and that's how he kept he kept Newcastle in the game, and brilliant player, just all round, just a modern day goalkeeper, good distribution, really good reflexes, and he's very commanding keeper as well. I think he's a very, and I don't think he's looked on as much as you know, obviously Allison De Gea. Ederson, all those top keepers who are playing for a top club because I don't think people are, you know, because Newcastle aren't quite at that top level yet of being a, being a top six team. Yes, they definitely will. I think if, if they obviously continue to progress under Eddie Howe, which they are doing, and, you know, they could make Champions League. I doubt it, but they definitely are. You know, with, with, with teams on form, I mean, it's really... If you look at Liverpool, are on horrendous form. Chelsea, obviously, horrendous at the moment. Spurs, inconsistent. And then it's, it's really United, City, Chelsea and Arsenal. United, City, Chelsea. No, sorry. United, Arsenal, Newcastle, and City. So they're the real, you know, four teams who are pushing for the title. Obviously, I don't think Newcastle will win. I doubt United will win. It'll be either City or Arsenal. But no, Nick Pope. He's been really good. He's been a huge part to why Newcastle have done well in games. You know, he's kept them in games. Like I said with that City game. Just I think he's kept nine clean sheets this season, which is the most of any keeper. And obviously, Newcastle's defense. You know, obviously the likes of Sven Botman they have, but they've just got really really good really really good just really good system going on and Nick Pope you know he plays a big part in it I think he's going to continue I mean the thing that how he'd have this career now at Newcastle I know it's only early it's only early doors but obviously he's only going to continue to get better I mean he's not I mean he's only going to get better under Eddie Howe as well you know he's going to progress more and he's yeah no but Nick Pope I think deserves to be in the Premier League team this season so far okay so for my first centre back it's going to be William Saliba from Arsenal. Now, I don't really have to talk about William Saliba that much. He is going to be a top, top centre-back. I mean, watching him play this season, he's been unbelievable. He's got everything He's got everything a modern-day centre-back needs. He's he's electrically... He's, he's pacey, very pacey, strong, you know, great in the tackle. He's really just a, a modern-day centre-back. And he's, you know, brilliant, brilliant. And watching him this season has been very entertaining. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, that first game that he played for Palace or against Palace at the start of the season for Arsenal, he's been he was unbelievable in that. And I just knew from that he's a he's a Rolls he's a Rolls Royce of a centre back. You know, I mean, the partnership he's formed with Gabriel at the back as well has been unbelievable. He, he and he does. You know, you can you can see he's only 21, 22. He he's gonna be a special player. I mean, he's got everything a centre back needs. You know, he's big, strong, quick, like I've been saying. But he's also great on the ball as well. Now I know he had, he had a few, he had a snuff up there against uh, Brighton where he um, 
gave away the ball there poorly. But I mean, if you if you can take it off one or two moments, maybe. But all season he's been unbelievable. He's been one. He's been the best centre back in the league alongside the other centre back I'm going to name. And he's been unbelievable. And he's been a big part of why Arsenal have been really good defensively and why they're flying high at the top as well. So now I think he's just going to... And obviously, how yeah, good Arsenal have been playing this season and he's under a top manager in, Mikel Arteta. So look, he can only progress more. He's got plenty of time. So he's my first centre-back choice. My second centre-back choice is Lisandro Martinez from United. Obviously, myself being a United fan. There's no bias here, but... I mean, there's a bit of bias, but... He's been unbelievable since he's come to United. I mean, I could have thrown Varane in here, but I think Martinez has been more... You know, he's not got as many injuries, but and he's been more consistent. Varane's been unbelievable himself. And the partnership they've also formed the same. As Salim and Gabriel have formed that. But Varane and Martinez's relationship at the back is unbelievable. But, no, more on Martinez. He's just unbelievable. I know, I mean, he came into this... He came into this league, people criticise him, you know, oh, he's five foot nine. will he do well? Uh, I heard Jamie Carragher saying it, that he can't work in a back four because he's too small. I mean, he's, he's, he's shut up, he, he has shut up all, he has shut up all his haters, which is really good to see. And he's been, oh, he's been an absolute rocket, United. And he's changed our defence altogether. I mean, we are really good when he's so aggressive, really good in the air, really good with the ball at his feet, you know what I mean? Great passer with the ball. He's so composed as well. And just watching him play football is unbelievable how he plays so well at centre-back. I mean, the player who came from Ajax and, to, to, you know, obviously he was criticised in his first two games, you know, especially in the 4-0 loss to Brentford when he was bullied in the air by Ben Mead. You can see that goal. Obviously, he didn't get a great start. And I'd actually thought in his first game against Brighton, he was unbelievable. No, he wasn't unbelievable, sorry. He, he was good. I and mean, we could definitely see the signs. But after that, the Brentford game, people started questioning him, you know, is he good enough? And when United play Liverpool then, and that's really how we start our season, how we've been on unbelievable form. When United started, when when he played that game against Liverpool, we could you could, you could see the signs of, of an unbelievable centre-back, you know. And he was unbelievable. And ever since then, you know, obviously winning the World Cup as well, which is a huge achievement for him and fair play to him. I know he didn't play every game, but he was still, you know, still every player plays their part. But no, he's been unbelievable for United. And that's why we've been solid at the back. And um, we've also, I think we're third. I think we're th- third in the league for most clean sheets kept, I believe. But no, Martinez is just a Rolls Royce as well of a centre back. I mean, aggressive, and he's just you know the passion he shows to the team. I think that's what's got United firing so much more as well. So now he'd be my he's my second uh, choice centre back. Uh, the left back, I had a bit of a thought about it, and no left backs really been outstanding this season so I I really just picked uh, Joao Cancelo I mean he's been probably the best left back this season I can't really think of anyone else obviously other people might have someone else but I actually can't think of anyone else that's been outstanding I mean Cancelo's just you know he's playing his unbelievables you know he's playing like he normally does he's consistent he's you know he's He's playing like he normally does every like he has for the last two seasons now where we've seen the growth in him as a player and obviously in the World Cup as well. But no, it'll be interesting. It really will be interesting to see can he keep it up this season. Uh, I think he's been... Obviously, I haven't watched much of City this season but I've just seen Cancelo as a player and his growth's been brilliant. And you know, he's still... He's, he's the best left-back in the league, most complete left-back and the fact that he can play right-back and left-back just shows how good he is, you know what I mean? A two-footed wing-back, you'd never really see that. But now, Cancelo was my left-back choice just because of 
know how good he's been in the last two seasons and you know the type of player he's just going to keep on becoming he's going to you know he's going to keep on becoming that unbelievable player under Pep and when you've got a manager like Pep Guardiola you can only get better so yeah I don't really have much to say on Cancelo obviously I know he's a world class left back and I'd love to see him at United but obviously that'll never happen but no he was he was the first pick that came to my mind because he's just he's the best left back in the league by a country mile okay now I'm going to move on to right back now this one this one was actually quite tough because I could have picked a few players I could have picked uh Kyle Walker could have been a choice. Uh, Dallow from United, who has revived his career unbelievably himself. But I thought to myself, it's another Newcastle player who has to get in here, and that's been Kieran Trippier. Now, Kieran Trippier, obviously, you know, he, he, had, he obviously had a spell at Tottenham, which he was very good at, and obviously he played in the World Cup a bit himself. Or did he play in the World Cup? I don't know if he did play in the World Cup, actually. I'll have to look at that again. But um, no, he's been unbelievable for Newcastle himself as well, you know what I mean? Obviously, they signed him last season, and obviously, coming from Atletico Madrid to last season, which was a surviving Newcastle, who were in the relegation battle, you know, people are wondering why he made that choice. But he's been brilliant for them. He's been unbelievable this season himself, you know what I mean? He's getting the goals, assists that he needs. And though he's a very talented player, I mean, I think we can see it. We, we can definitely see he's a very talented player. I don't think it's a, any doubt. I know he's 28, 29, and I, I'm 30. He's around at that age, and I, He's, he's always been a talented player, though, Kieran Trippier. But I don't think a lot of people really got to see him maybe in the Spurs days because, obviously, Spurs were really good back then. But you can see the impact he's had on this Newcastle team. You now he's brought experience to them. He's brought class. And he once again, he's the same as Cancelo. He's just a, a world-class modern cent, uh, modern fullback. You know, how the, how the game has been changed for fullbacks has been unbelievable. I don't think we'd ever would have thought that fullbacks would now be helping create the goals. You know, we always thought that the Gary Neville's of the game... You know, they'd sit back and defend and they'd, you know, pass it up to the winger. But no, he's been unbelievable, I think, for Newcastle. And he's a big reason why they're successful. Yeah, again, I am a big fan of Kieran Trippier. I do think he's a very good right back. He's, you know, he's got class in him. He's got goals in him. He's got assists in him. That's, once again, how Newcastle are flying high this season. Okay, so for my so that's the that's the defence done so now let's move on to the midfield I'm going to just kind of talk about this really quickly because uh, this is I'm just, you know I don't really want to make this too long of a podcast so my CDM for this has to be I mean there's been loads of players now I'm still thinking about who am I going to put in is it going to be Partey Rodri or Casemiro and I'm basing this off what I've seen this season. Now, I know Casemiro came in late, and fair enough, but I think it has to be Casemiro, and this is the reason why. What he's done to that United team, like, United have been crying out for him, for that number eight that they really desperately need, and we've signed probably the best CDM in the world, in my opinion. Maybe, you know, he, he, he's a level above Rodri and Partey. I'm there. They are two class sentiment fielders, but now what Casemiro's done to United... It's unbelievable, you know. We look so much tighter in midfield, and it allows our, you know, the talented midfielders in Bruno and Eriksen to push forward because they know that they've got a player like Casemiro there. But not also that the passion he's brought. He's also a goal scorer, and um, he's an assister. You know, he's a creative player himself. But no, what he does in that CDM role is just, just perfect. It's just what you want. He just sits there, wins the ball back, starts counter attacks. You know, for too long, Manchester United. Every time the the centre midfielder has had it in the has had it or won it back. It's always passed back to the centre back. You don't see that to Casemiro. He he launches it forward to Rashford or to Sancho or to Anthony or whoever. 
I know that's why he's that's why he's into my midfield because he's just been unbelievable. I mean, just changed the team and yeah, I know he's thirty. I know there's a lot of questions around his age, but I think he's unbelievable and he is unbelievable. I mean, five Champions Leagues around Madrid, you know what I mean? And he's a, he's just just watching him play. It's just it's just fascinating, just how good he is. And look, I'm 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 delighted United were able to sign the player that they really did need. And Casemiro, I just, I just couldn't get over how much of an impact he had on the team. You know what I mean? I mean, you heard what Graham Sooner said that he's going to be a steady Eddie for United. I was like, there's no way he's going to be like that. You know, someone will come in and just do a job, but he's done more than just a job in the field. He's transformed the midfield. He's transformed the team in how they play. You can see United are so much more confident in the midfield, and that's the reason because I think he's made the biggest impact of any of the CDMs, and he's been unbelievable. Okay, so my. Uh, first choice attacking midfielder would have to be Martin Odegaard. Now, it was tied between him and Bruno Guimaraes, but once again, like I say, said, Odegaard, for what he's done this season himself, he's been unbelievable. He's actually been unbelievable. He's, he's not getting the credit he deserves. I mean, he's the captain of that Arsenal. He's only about 25, and he's leading Arsenal. He's, I mean, he got a bargain from Real Madrid. Obviously, Arsenal got the bargain from for him for Real Madrid. He's unbelievable. I mean, he's skillful, creative, scores goals, assists goals. You know what I mean? And he's a great captain as well. I mean, I have to admit, twenty five and he's leading that very young Arsenal side. You know, there is still always that bit of inexperience in them, but he's the one of the most experienced players on the pitch besides Xhaka maybe. And obviously, you know, a lot of people did doubt him. You know, is he good enough? But he's not getting the credit he deserves. I mean, he's been unbelievable this season. I mean. Just watching him play, he's probably been one of the best. He's been one of the best cams in the league, besides De Bruyne maybe. But now watching him, I mean, just, oh, just so good. Just everything you want in a captain as well. I mean, he's so passionate, and the way he leads that Arsenal team forward at the age of he, that at the age he is. I mean, he's only 24, 25, like I said, and having to have all that pressure on you. You know what I mean? He, I think he was doubted a long time ago, but he's just shut up all his haters as well. The same as Lisandro Martinez. The way he's played football this season. Um, you know what I mean? Just he's just everything you want in a centre midfield in a in a cam, you know. And I can't credit him more. I have to. I've I have, I have to put my hands up and say I was I was doubtful of how good Odegaard was, but watching him play and how how much he's grown into the Mikel Arteta system and how important he is, and he's just gonna go from stride to stride under Mikel Arteta. Okay, so my next midfielder will be. I think this is an obvious one. It's Kevin De Bruyne. Do do I have much to say? Top assister in the Premier League. I mean that. I mean, he's, and and I've been saying this for years. Best midfielder in the Premier League for the last five years, obviously easily. But what's changed this season is he's formed the partnership with Erling Haaland, who is is a sensation himself. And you know the the partnership they formed between each other has been unbelievable. And look, KDB, the most complete midfielder in the Prem. You know what I mean? He can defend, he can attack, he can score, he can pass, just dribble, he can just do everything. And I'm not going to talk much about him because, I mean, he's but he is the best midfielder in the Prem, without a doubt. And look, that's I don't much to say. Then he's been unbelievable, top assist in the Prem. The you know what I mean? Big part of that city. Uh, what city are doing? Again, good again this season, and obviously a big part of why Holland is smashing the goals. Okay, so for my so from my so that's midfield complete and now we're on to the attack. Uh so I'm gonna start with right wing. And th- this is another one that I kinda of thought to myself and I only really 
can think of one player, and that's Bakayo Saka. And he has been sensational himself. I mean, I think a lot of people look on Bakayo Saka and they don't think, you know what I mean? Because he may be, maybe he's not as skillful as Jaden Sancho or Phil Foden, but his work ethic is unbelievable. I mean, what he does on the pitch, you know what I mean, for Arsenal, he's obviously, again, their top, sco- top goal scorer this season again. I mean, that's been for two or three now seasons. He's so consistent. He gets into that England team every competition they've had in the last three years. He is a generational talent, obviously, for Arsenal. And obviously, I think they'll obviously want to keep him. But he's just unbelievable. I mean, this season, again, you know, I think at the start of the season, you know, he wasn't really banging in the goals, but he's found his form again. And look, you can only wish him the best of luck. And obviously... I hope he can, you know, keep on performing well because I'm a, I am a big fan of Saka. He's a very good player, and I think look, he's only going to go from stride to stride under McLarteta, and he's been a big, you know, the last two seasons he's the, he's been one of the big reasons why Arsenal are having such a successful season this such a successful season under McLarteta, and you know, top goal scorer again in an Arsenal team. You know, you, you look at the likes of Gabriel Martinelli who are in Martin Martin Odegaard. Uh, obviously, Smith Rowe hasn't played much football. Gabriel Jesus. You know, obviously injured, but look, no, Sack, I don't have much to say on him that how how good he is, he's unbelievable and big fan of him. Just just a very good footballer in general. And a very, very hard working player and he deserves to be in this Premier League team in the season because I know we're only halfway through the season, but look, he deserves to be in it. Uh striker <laughs> do I have to say much? Do I have to say much? Um there's only one player, Erling Hald. I mean, fourteen goal, fourteen games. He scored twenty one goals, most out of any other, most of most of any player ever in the Prem. Most player, uh, I, just, I just, he's just, he's just unfair. He's actually unfair. He, he's the terminator of the Premier League, and people are going, will he flop at City? I mean, I never even doubted he would flop at City. I mean, I remember Rory Jennings when he went on to that when he went when, when, when I probably you've all probably seen the clip of him saying. He'd be he'd be look he'd be a good season if Haaland scored fifteen goals. I think he's got twenty six in total. I mean he he's a monster. He is the most complete. He's the probably one of the best. He's one of the best finishers in the world, obviously. And he is just tearing up the Premier League. And he's only I don't know how we we do wonder how long he's going to be at City because obviously he's got that release clause in his contract for Real Madrid. And look, will he? You know, will he leave in 2025? Who knows? Does he want to conquer the world? Probably. But, look, enjoy him while he's in the prime because obviously, you know, we don't see many players like Erling Haaland. We haven't seen many players like him for a long time. And look, the partnership he's formed with KDB, banging in the goals for City, and he's only going to go from stride to stride under possibly one of the best managers of all time. So look, there was, there was, I can't really say much more on Alan. I've kind of said everything I need to say on him, but he is just, he is just scary how good he is, and he's a cheat code. I mean, he just he just gets your goals from anywhere, and if he's just and sometimes I'd like to say this actually before I uh, move on to the next player and the final player. Sometimes he doesn't look interested in the game. I know sometimes people may criticize him. You know, he's not getting as many touches. He doesn't need that many touches touches on the ball. He just needs one one shot and it's in the net. That's what happens. So yeah, no, he's definitely exciting. I wish you'd not signed him. Look, uh, unfortunately, he's gone to possibly the best team in the world oh, at the moment. But look, so it is unfortunate. But look, we just wish him the best of luck. Yeah. So the striker role was, you know, maybe Harry Kane, but no, Harry, Harry, Harry Hall, 
actually, uh, special mention to Harry Kane because he's been unbelievable. Fifteen goals this season. He's been he's been in the shadow of everything. That's the problem, and we don't get to see him, you know, because obviously in the shadow of this absolute monster. Anyways, so I'm going to move on to the final player of the attack, and this one had me thinking a bit myself because you know we've had. Uh, Martinelli at Arsenal has been brilliant this season. Rashford. But then, you know, there's been some other good players, but I've had I've had to go with Rashford. Obviously, I could have gone with, you know, Son obviously hasn't been great this season. Uh, trying to think anyone at City. No one really at City. No winger at City has really caught my attention. You know, maybe Foden, who can play off the left. Grealish, not good. Really. He, he started coming to better form, but he's not been at the level of Rashford and Martinelli. And I had to thought of it, think about Rashford and Martinelli, and I just have to think about the player who is carrying their team at the moment, which is Marcus Rashford. He just edges it, and let me tell you why. Marcus Rashford, a season ago, we were all like, "Get him out of my club." You know what I mean? He was, he looked, he was drained of confidence. He didn't know what to do. It looked like he didn't know what to do with the football. No one, people wondering, was he going to leave United? And what he's done this season revived his career, and he's been our best player by a long shot this season, especially in the last two months. You know, maybe putting aside Casemiro and Martinez, he has been unbelievable. I mean, he scored in his last seven games, which is a record in itself for him, probably. And he's full of confidence now, and he looks scary on this sort of form. You know what I mean? He's assisting goals. He's taking on players. I mean, that solo goal against Burnley in the cup as well. I know it's Burnley, but it was unbelievable. You know, he's getting to the goals. I mean, he won us the game against Everton single-handedly. You know, he's involved in every single goal. And, you know, he's assisting now. He looks scary. He looks like the real Marcus Rashford. I know Rashford was good a few seasons ago. And obviously last season he wasn't good. But this looks like the new Rashford. And he looks really scary. And I think he could hit 20 plus goals this season in the Prem if he continues his form. So now I think he just edges it over Martinelli. Because, he's, you know, he's carrying us in games at the moment. He won us the match against Everton. He won us the match against Wolves. He won us the match against Forrest. Won us the match against Bournemouth. I know, obviously, we would have won because, obviously, Bruno, the likes of them, scored. But what he's done and the impact he's had on this United team, you know, you know that, that, that you know, obviously dropped for disciplinary reasons against Wolves. And then, instead of going moaning about it, he comes on and he scores the winner. That just shows, you know, the progression. And I think he's only going to get better and better under Ten Hag. And Ten Hag, I have to give full credit to Ten Hag and Rashford, but Ten Hag it has to be a big contributor to why Rashford's fans form again. And look, he scored some crucial goals this season himself. It's the winner against Liverpool. You know what I mean? Uh, obviously, anything brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Like, I'm just so happy to see him playing at his very best because like, that's a Rashford we, we love and we want to see. You know, we, we don't want to see, you know, last season negative Rashford, but no, he's back to unbelievable world-class player and probably top top 10 players in the world right now. So, guys, that's my Premier League team of the season. And... Yeah, that's. I think that was pretty fair. Team, I probably did get some wrong, but you know, maybe that's that's my opinion. Obviously, other people probably have different opinions, but yeah, uh, guys. Obviously, I'm sorry for the lack of uploads, and I know I keep saying this. Like I said I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna try and upload more, and I know I keep saying, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna try and get episodes out. I actually am, guys. I'm gonna try. I've had things going on in my life at the moment. I've just been busy, but the episodes. Hopefully, I'm hoping to have one out every two weeks. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys.